Hello, and welcome to Sharing Real Hope. My name is Mike Hall. If you actually possess it, you really want it. That's kind of an odd saying, isn't it? But let me explain what I mean. If you actually possess eternal life, a true relationship with Almighty God, you really want to grow. You really want to see progress in your Christian life. That is what the passage that we're studying today is speaking of. I'm talking about 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 1 through 3. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 1 starts with the word, therefore. Now, in previous podcast, I mentioned the fact that anytime you see the word, therefore, it is there for a reason. It usually is referring back to the verse or verses immediately preceding what is there. And in this particular case, the therefore looks back to chapter 1, verses 22 through 25. And I want to try to explain that and put this whole situation in context, because today we're talking about the fact that we are born to grow. So the therefore is this. It is in light of the fact that we have been born again. Let me go back and read verse 23 of chapter 1. For you have been born again, not of seed which is perishable, but imperishable. That is through the living and enduring word of God. And as I said on the previous podcast, there is no new birth without seed. That is a fact that we observe all around us in nature. We see it in in the human condition. It is only through the seed of the Father that uh, birth is possible. And in a spiritual sense, in the sense of our spiritual life, our eternal life, it all begins with seed. And the seed is that imperishable seed called the Word of God. And here, Peter identifies it as the living Word of God. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12 says that the Word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword, that it is living, that it is alive. This book is a living, dynamic, alive, powerful book. It is, it is in a class all by itself. There is no other book like it because it is the very Word of God. It is living and it is enduring. In Matthew chapter 24, verse 35, Jesus said, Heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will never pass away. It is enduring, and it has endured through these past couple thousand years since Jesus ascended back to heaven. It has endured all kinds of attacks. I don't even have time to get into the various kinds of attacks, but it has stood true, and it is true, and uh, the Bible says, let, uh, every, uh, let the Word of God be true, and every man a liar, because God's Word is powerful. And in God's Word, we have the gospel, the good news of salvation. That, that's the theme of the entire book, really. Uh, God creating a possible way for us to be back in relationship with Him because our relationships have been broken by sin. And so the Word of God is the seed that brings about our new birth. And new birth means this. We are dead, dead in our sin, cut off from Almighty God with no hope and no possibility of resurrecting ourselves. But God, through His amazing grace and through His love and through His uh, sovereign choice, He makes us alive and gives us the faith to 
trust in him and through that trust we are converted and so so because we have been born again chapter 2 again verse 1 therefore in light of the fact that we've been born again putting aside all malice and all deceit and hypocrisy and envy and all slander verse 2 like newborn babies long for the pure milk of the word so that by it you may grow in respect to salvation and so these verses here are laying it out. Uh, you want to grow in respect to salvation. But first it says you've got to put aside certain things. Put aside things that will hinder us. Sin always hinders our growth. The Bible says in James chapter 1, verse 21, Therefore, putting aside all filthiness and all that remains of wickedness, in humility receive the word implanted, which is able to save your souls. It, it, it put, we cannot, we cannot make progress when we have uh, unconfessed sin in our lives, sin that we're not dealing with. It is a barrier. And so here in this passage, he is saying, in light of the fact that you've been born again, put aside these sins so that you can take on the milk of the word and, and grow. I also want to take us back to chapter 1, verse 22, because right before Peter talks about being born again, he says this, Since you have in obedience to the truth purified your souls for a sincere love of the brethren, fervently love one another from the heart. And so we are told here that we need to love one another from the heart. And so we have to put aside these sins in order that for that to happen. And so here they are. It says putting aside malice. Malice is evil character. It has to do with an inner wickedness. And, and, and aren't we told in the Word of God, instructed that out of the heart, out of the heart proceeds everything. Out of the heart the mouth speaks. Out of the heart our actions come. It comes from the heart. And so uh, Peter says, first of all, put aside that malice that's in your heart, that old lifestyle, that evil character. Don't let there be inner wickedness that resides within you. And then he said, put aside deceit. Deceit is simply trickery. It's guile. It's, it's cunning. And that's trickery with, with an evil motive. So put aside deceit. Don't deceive one another. And then he says, put aside hypocrisy. Hypocrisy is pretending. Pretending uh, it's duplicity. It's, 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 it's uh, pretending to be something that you're absolutely not. Hypocrisy. And then he says, put aside Envy. Envy is jealousy. Envy is, is that feeling that rises up in us when we see somebody doing better than we are, getting something that, that we wish that we had, and we become jealous of them. Envy. And then he says, put aside all slander. And slander is simply backbiting. It's simply saying evil things about, uh, about other people, gossiping, saying the wrong things, saying it behind their back, uh, putting them down, put aside slander. Now let me go through these again and let's see what is uh, the common denominator in them. It's malice evil character, deceit, tricking people, hypocrisy, pretending to people to be something you're not, envy, being jealous of people, slander, backbiting people. 
All of those things are relationship barriers. They are relationship killers. And and in when we are living in broken relationships due to our own sin, that hinders our spiritual growth and it stops us from fervently loving one another. And by the way, write this down. Write this down. This is important. It's something that we miss in the in the Western culture. Write this down. Growth spiritually, spiritual growth happens in community, in the fellowship of the saints. I want to say that again. Spiritual growth happens in community, in the fellowship of the saints. That, that's uh, sometimes we get this kind of uh, John Wayne mentality. Now, I like John Wayne and I like his old movies, but, but uh, there's a bad side of that. You know, that, that, that I am, I'm the man, I'm the woman, I can handle this. I don't really need anybody. And that is not the way it happens in spiritual growth. Spiritual growth happens in community. We need each other. And as we rub up against each other, and sometimes we rub each other the wrong way, uh, and we have to deal with that, not let it go, not let a barrier come up, or as we serve one another unselfishly, all of that, all of that helps to aid our spiritual growth. And so when there's malice and deceit and hypocrisy and envy and slander, when that kind of stuff is going on, it's breaking relationships, it's causing barriers, it's killing relationships. And God says, don't do that. God says, out of a sincere and pure heart, fervently, and that's stretching, that's working hard at it, fervently love one another. And so putting aside all of that, then verse 2 says, like newborn babes, Like newborn babies, long for the pure milk of the word so that by it you may grow in respect to salvation. And uh, uh, so we are newborn babies when we're born again. Matthew chapter 18 Verse number three, Jesus uh, was talking to his his uh, disciples. He says, truly, I say to you, unless you are converted and become like children, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. Uh, conversion is is when we truly become followers of Christ. To be converted means to turn, to repent, to go the opposite direction, to turn from sin, to turn to Jesus. And, and unless we become like trusting children, trusting fully in, in Jesus and what he did, and we're born again, and then we become those new babes in Christ. And just like new babies long for milk, you've seen it. You, you've seen it in, in the natural. We see little babies that get hungry, and they want that, that, those newborn babies, they want that milk. They want mama's milk, and they need it in order to grow, in order to be healthy, in order to get a good start in life. And God says, just like that, you long for, for, for that milk, too, the pure milk of the word. Literally, the, the, the Greek word there, uh, logikos, is, uh, is translated in Hebrew, rather in Romans chapter 12, verse 1, as, uh, your spiritual or rational service. Long for that spiritual milk. Long for that spiritual, uh, uh, rational truth of Almighty God. That's how you grow. You may grow, he says, uh, in in uh, in First Peter here, 
chapter 2. In 2 Peter chapter 3, we're told to grow in the grace and the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. And, and the first way we get knowledge of Jesus Christ is through the Word of God. It is the Word of God. Well, there is so much more that I could say about that. Um, I would encourage you to read Psalm 119. It's the longest chapter in the Bible, but it is such a powerful chapter about the Word of God. And, and there is many verses there that says, I love the law of the Lord. I love the Word of God. And, and there are verses that says, it keeps me from sin. It keeps my way pure. It guides me. Um, and, and we grow by it. Check out Psalm 119. And while you're there, check out Psalm 19, verses 7 to 11, that gives us uh, a more insight in what the Word of God does for us. We need the Word of God. Well, verse 3 says, if you have tasted the kindness of the Lord. In other words, now since you have been blessed with, through the kindness and grace of the Lord, this salvation, get on with reading the Word, get on with studying the Word, get on with obeying the Word, because as you drink the milk of the Word of God, you will grow. That's what we want to do. We are born again to grow in the Lord Jesus Christ. Some words, some good words from the Word of God today. I hope that you have been blessed by them. Until next time, God bless. Thank you for listening to this edition of Sharing Real Hope. We hope that you were encouraged in your walk with Christ by what you heard. Please take a moment to email us with your questions, prayer requests, and comments. Our email address is sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Again, that's sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Or you can visit our website at sharingrealhope.org. Until next time, keep living in and sharing real hope.